Hey y'all, it's Angel Victoria, the go-getter, your big sister and accountability partner. Welcome to We Win Wednesdays, where we win, 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 no matter what, in the kingdom of God. I'm going to be walking you through practical insights to live successfully as a believer in this lost world. Y'all ready? Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to We Win Wednesday, y'all. So it's about that time, that time of year where we celebrate Christ. At least it's supposed to be that we're celebrating Christ. We've turned it, of course, into um, this materialistic, give me this present, I want this, I want this, I want this. And we tend to put Christ on the back burner. We isolate the very one who um, has given us life. Um, we put them aside for, um, the greatest or the nicest gadgets and gadgets that are out for the year. Um, we completely forget about who he is and why he came this past Sunday, our church celebrated what we call hope for the holidays. We have it every year and it's just to bring hope to those, um, around us. Unfortunately, we're trying to bring hope because it's been lost either throughout the year or through a lifetime. Hope to people who have lost someone. Hope to people who deem themselves as hopeless. Um, Hope for all was the theme this past Sunday. And it was wonderful because we focused on Christ. There was times that we did these Christmas songs and all that, which are good and fun. But we intentionally put the full focus on Christ again. And I'm over the music department, the creative arts. um, And I and my team were able to accomplish that. And I think it was the best one yet because he was our focus and we were able to restore hearts and the um, hope in the hearts of people. And I just really enjoyed it. And you can tell the, tell the difference when the focus was just him versus just bringing all these Christmas songs and things like that. Um, But I really truly enjoyed it. And the past Sunday, you know, we talked about hope and the purpose of hope and why it was brought in the world. And so today I want to bring another word that is easily, you know, missed when it comes to it. We sing about it. Um, we express it, but I don't know if we have the full spiritual meaning of what it truly is supposed to be. And that word word is joy, joy. When you look it up, Um, It looks like the same as happiness. We're going to talk about um, happiness versus joy. You know, we have the song called Joy to the World. But look at what it really is saying. It's saying joy to the world. It's like they're calling out joy to the world. Like you get joy, you get joy, you get joy, you get joy. That's how I see it. I can see angels saying joy to the world, joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive their king. Let every heart prepare him room. Let heaven and nature sing. Let heaven and nature sing. Let heaven and nature sing. 
They get it. They see that joy has come. Joy has planted its feet on this dirty, dusty ball of dirt. (laughs) Where people over time have messed everything up, humanized everything, forgot about who God was and is for them. And now God has graced us with this amazing Savior who is bringing joy to the world, bringing God's peace, his joy to the earth. Joy, it's like he's given it to us as a gift. So we can look and see what happiness versus joy truly is because At the time before Christ was coming, everyone was doing what made them happy. And they had no joy. So what's the difference? What's the difference between happiness and joy when I'm looking at it in my head or even when I'm looking at it From the dictionary, it looks like they're both the same. Both, you know, even Joy says in the dictionary that it expresses, you know, the satisfaction of and happiness. It has that word in there. And happiness is just basically just being happy and satisfied. But when I think about that, when it comes to happiness... And it's just a satisfaction. What happens to your life when you're not satisfied? When something doesn't happen the way you want it to happen? When things don't happen how you believe they should? I'm, you know, I I put up my tree. I've been wanting to put my Christmas tree up for since since the end of Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, excuse me, the end of November. And I just didn't have time. And I had purchased everything for it. I saw what I wanted in my head, what it was going to look like. I even did something different with the star versus not to have a star. I had these beautiful gold leaves that branched out because I saw someone else do it. (laughs) And I finally put my tree up two days ago and I was not happy about it. (laughs) I posted it on my Facebook and Instagram page. Wasn't happy because I wanted white lights on it. I just think white lights are wonderful. They're cute. They, they, they look like stars and the colorful lights look nice in other places, but not on my tree. And so I did it, you know, I stayed up one night and did it and it just looked to me. I said it looked like Santa threw up on it. (laughs) But as I sit here and look at it, it brings me joy. I wasn't happy about how it came out, but it brings me joy because why it's done. I'm satisfied for the fact that it's done. I don't even have my lights on right now 
I think it's just cute the way it is. I'm satisfied because it's done. I'm satisfied and it brings me joy because one, outside of it being done, I just love what it represents. Even if I did not, even, you know, even if I don't like the way it turned out, I still have joy in my heart because it's done, it's completed and it makes me happy. Yes. But see that difference. I think that if I didn't get my treat up, you know, it didn't satisfy me, I would be disappointed, but it is what it is. But happiness is circumstantial. Joy is. Is a peace from within. You know, that peace that surpasses all understanding. I don't know why it didn't come out like I wanted to come out. I don't know where my lights are. I thought I had white lights. All I had to do was colorful lights and orange lights. I don't know what was going on. But the fact that it's done, it brings me joy and a satisfaction that um, I can stare at this. And it's representing this holiday that I truly, really love. And, rep- you know, um Wishing my family was here with me, but it brings me peace. Now, if happiness is very circumstantial, joy is not circumstantial. And I wanted to share with you a few things that um, the difference between both of them and how we can look at it spiritually. As I mentioned in the... Um, dictionary it has very similar definitions but through God's eyes there's joy as we mentioned in the beginning or I mentioned in the beginning was given to us by God happiness is something that you know it has to satisfy us it has to be this way or I'm not happy joy just says this is what it is it's not based off of what whether I'm happy or not or um you know, this is this. It is just is what it is. And I'm content. And that comes from God. Because God helps us to see beyond circumstances. He helps us to see beyond what's going on. He helps us to see through his eyes what it is. Like if I look at this tree, your tree is up. You have a tree. You had things to put on your tree. And hey, even if you don't have the lights that you want, your tree is up, angel. And it looks nice. I know you feel like it doesn't look a certain way, but look, it looks nice. Hey, turn the lights off if you don't like them. Let the beauty of what it looks like without the lights shine. And it does. That's joy. I'm content in my heart regardless. Happiness is like, (sighs) I'm happy my tree is up and all that. But I don't like this, blah, blah. But I'm happy it's up. And then tomorrow I'm not going to be happy because now I can't turn my lights on. Because it's ugly with the lights on and I'm not happy anymore. (laughs) It's very circumstantial. What else is, you know, happiness versus joy? Happiness is an external thing. It's this outside thing. This, like, again, those circumstances. It's dependent on what happens on the outside. It doesn't remain on the inside. Why? Because it's controlled by the circumstances. So if the circumstances change, you're no longer happy. 
But joy is an internal peace and an internal thing. That's why in the scripture said it surpasses all understanding. Peace that surpasses all understanding. You can't understand. You can't figure it out. But it's just there and it remains. Once the happiness is gone, you have to look for something else to bring on that happiness on the external. But internal, it stays. And it reminds you of why. It's not dependent on circumstances. It's independent of a circumstance. You don't even need a circumstance. Happiness is an emotional response. But joy is an act of your will. You just go ahead and you receive. And then the other thing about that too is that people is an act of your will. It's not forced on you. Joy to the world. Joy. You brought Jesus who is joy to the world and everybody didn't accept him. But those who accept him have an internal peace because of it. It's an act of your will. Joy is received inside. It has nothing to do with the outside again. It is received on the inside and that peace is there and it remains. Happiness is having what you want. Remember, before Jesus came, people were doing what they want. What they they were complete they were sinning to make themselves happy. They were doing whatever they felt good to do. I, I, I remember looking through the Bible and well actually I had it on audio. And I was skipping some ver- skipping some chapters, and there was one particular book of the Bible where it said Israel um, Israel sinned in God's eyes. I skipped to the next one. Israel sinned in God's eyes. Next one. Israel sinned in God's eyes. Next. Israel sinned in God's eyes. And it, I was just like, every chapter started with Israel sinning in God's eyes. Why they were doing what they wanted, they were doing what they desired to make themselves happy. Happy. They wanted a king. God said, okay, if you want a king, we'll get you a king, but it's not going to satisfy you. You're going to want another one. Okay, you want this? Okay, it's not going to satisfy you. This is what makes you happy. It's not going to satisfy. You're going to want another one. But peace or joy, excuse me, you take what you have. My tree. I just accepted it the way it was and have peace. I'm okay with it. I ain't going to burn it down or throw it away. I'm going to keep it like it is. And if I feel like turning the lights on, I will. <laughs> but either way, I have joy. I want what I have. And I'm okay with it. Happiness is an external euphoria. While joy is an inner contentment. You're content. You're okay when you have joy. But euphorias, they don't last. They don't. They don't. Happiness is an effect of something, while joy is a cause of something. Something had to happen for you to get happiness. But with joy, it just is what it is. It causes you to have this contentment. It causes you to have this way. I'm good. I'm content. It's a cause, not an effect. Happiness is a result of of something. While 
joy is a foundation of something. You can build off joy, but you cannot build off of happiness. You can't. Because why? Happiness doesn't last. It's temporary. And if it's temporary, joy is is eternal. It's forever. Happiness is inconsistent while joy is consistent. You're never going to be satisfied with happiness. It is inconsistent. It plays on what you have or you don't have. And if I don't have it, I'm not happy. If I do have it, I'm happy. But then it's not going to last because I'm going to want something else. While joy says, I'm here. I have this. I'm good. I have joy in my heart. I'm content with this. Y'all, this is a spiritual way because people can mix joy up and it's mixed up in the in the dictionary. But joy is a joyous occasion. It's something has brought and caused something in my life versus happiness is being the effect. But cause when joy was brought in this earth with Jesus, it caused something in the earth. It caused change. You won't change unless you're happy if you're looking for happiness. I'm not changing because I'm not happy. But joy, it causes a change in your life. And it's eternal. Happiness comes from environment. While joy comes from God. You have people who aren't happy because of environments that they were in. Or things that were done to them so they're not happy. Or things done to them so they are happy. But again, remember, happiness doesn't last. Environments change. So with joy, if your environment changes, you still have joy. Because that comes from God and that comes from Him. The inside, from who He is and what He does in you. It's like joy changes the atmosphere. The atmosphere doesn't change you. When you're happy, the atmosphere will change you. Well, let me put that right. If you're not happy, the atmosphere will change you. But with joy, joy changes atmospheres. Because happiness, remember, you're not content. So if something happens in the atmosphere, it can turn off your happiness or turn it on. Joy is consistent. So joy is the, changes the atmosphere just like joy came to the world and changed this world. Joy comes to your life and changes your life. Happiness is wishy-washy. It'll change you or not. And it's not going to last It's not eternal. It's temporary. I hope that makes sense. I'm just seeing it now. I'm looking at it. When we look and we have this happiness and things change, you know, you're no longer happy. It controls your life and not in a good way. Well, joy is consistent and it's there. It's balanced. It's sitting there. And you're riding on this wave of joy. And things could happen. It's kind of like you see somebody at a funeral. And someone has passed away. And you see them at peace. 
the joy for the fact that you know this person is with God and you're happy and you're full of joy and it's eternal. And if I look at it too, because you look at the definition of joy and it looks like happiness, I believe that joy brings happiness and it causes happiness to last if you have joy. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. Because it's not meaning that it doesn't mean that happiness is not good. God allows happiness to, you know, come. You have this 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 happiness and this grace and you're happy. So I don't want y'all thinking that happiness is not a good word. Because it's happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I am. But I believe joy causes happiness to last long if in a spirit in the spiritual way and in the spiritual realm. And when because you have joy, it causes you to remain happy, even in situations that aren't even meant for you to be happy in. I see it too because what joy is, is the joy of the Lord is our strength. You see people going through struggles, like say for instance, I just thought about a marriage and you see one person who is just like, I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on pressing. I'm not going to let this get to me. I'm not going to, because that person has happy, it has joy, excuse me, on the inside of them. They're content and they're going to let God do the work of whatever's happened while the other person, because maybe situations have changed. They're no longer happy and they don't have joy. I think it's so interesting. What we get from God lasts. We get joy from God and it lasts. He brought joy to the world through his son, Jesus. And he was still joy when he was persecuted. He was still joy when he was talked about. It was still joy when people turned his back on him, he was st- he was still joy when he died on the cross. He was joy. He was contentment. He was satisfaction for this world. Even when he died and he rose again on the third day so that we can experience joy. I think that is pretty cool. I think that is so awesome. I want to talk to you all about this holiday season because unfortunately, again, from the beginning, we've forgotten about the purpose of the season and why we celebrate it. This holiday is for Jesus. He's the reason for the season. But during this time, you have the most depressed people. You have the highest rate of suicide. You have a high rate of loneliness and disappointment. And outside of losing hope, have you just have you focused on what makes you happy or have you found joy in the Lord? Just like our program that we had this past Sunday. I think it was the most successful because our focus was him. It's not that we didn't focus before on him. I think the focus 
was Christmas, the actual holiday, versus the Christ. Could it be that your focus is not Christ? That you've lost hope because you've lost your focus on Christ? You've lost joy because you lost your focus on Christ? And you're going after things that make you happy? Could it be that? you got to look and you've got to ask God, have I focused? Because like why y'all, I, I'm kind of confused because it's just this month. We lose people. The rest of the months, we lose loved ones the rest of the months. But why is it that it's like right now? Because, you know, not everybody's birthdays are in December. We're celebrating Christ. So have we forgot about Christ? And I'm not downplaying death. You know, y'all know I just lost my nephew. And I thought about it because I wanted to make a calendar for the family. And I was just like... Oh man, I thought about, I was looking, thinking about birthdays and I was like, Johnny's birthday is coming up in January. So do I wait till December to be super sad? No. It could be because you probably you know, focused, you know, you spent time with that person during that holiday. But why is it like the almost the whole world is super sad during these times? We got to think about that. That's showing that it's circumstantial. And I'm not saying going out and be, go out and be sad all the rest of the months. No. But we've put our focus on focus on a month and on a day when it's supposed to be focused on Christ, the one who has brought our joy, the one who has brought our peace, who the one who has brought love to our lives. We've got our focus off of him. He is the joy to the world. And when we put our focus back on him, And off of these situations and circumstances that cause us to just be happy or not be happy. When we put it back on him, our lives won't be as so, so lonely anymore. We won't be hopeless anymore. We'll learn to be content, understanding that, hey, I know so and so is not here, but I have the joy of the Lord who is my strength. I know I may not have all the money to give my kids gift, but I can give them Jesus. And I may not have the job I want, but I have Jesus. And if you don't think that he's enough, then I'm sorry. You're going to be the most hopeless person in the world because he is the greatest person. He's the one that restores our joy. He's the one that renews our strength. He's the one that makes us who we're supposed to be. We can't do it with other things. Try it. 
Keep trying these things and think they're going to make you happy. Bring you joy. No one can bring you joy but Jesus. No one can keep you in a state of happiness but God. And that's with the joy of the Lord. This year, make sure you put your focus on Christ. And I'm not talking about starting just on the on Christmas. No, let him be the reason for every season. Don't stop because it's, the Christmas is over. Do that this year. This whole year, put the focus back on him. 2024, put the focus back on him. And watch. Just watch how your life changes. Watch how your the joy of the Lord strengthens you every day. I'm talking to myself too because I look at situations in my life where I feel like hopeless. But I have to say, did I am I leaving Christ out of this situation? Am I? I gotta check that. And I have asked you to do this do the same. Evaluate your life and search the situations where you're not satisfied. And see if you put Christ at the beginning of that and in the middle of that. Have a joy checker. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you all. I pray that you are blessed. And I pray that you enjoy your family and friends. Get around some people and celebrate Christ and let him renew and bring joy to your hearts and your life. All right. Love y'all.